episode 44 of the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, your host, Ben Martin from www.benmartin-music.com. Don't forget that I have online one-to-one lessons available through my website. If you want to schedule a one-to-one session, head over to benmartin-music.com and schedule it there. So, been a really busy week this week, had a bunch of online lessons with some of you guys out there, which has been really cool, and this is obviously the first week of September, so back to work for me, which means the summer holiday is over, back to music stuff. It was also my birthday last week, so thank you for everyone that sent me messages on Instagram. I'm now the grand old age of 29 and feeling every bit of it. In this lesson, what I'm going to talk to you about is some music theory. Now, the idea with this is that I want to break down the music theory and only give you the relevant information, demystifying all of the crazy amount of stuff that you see online and really condense it so it's just the stuff that I feel that you as a guitarist need to know. So we're going to talk about the major scale and key signatures. Now these are the two most important parts of music theory for beginners. If you haven't really learned any music theory before apart from what you did in school, then this episode really is for you. So we're first gonna start off talking about the major scale. So what is the major scale? The major scale is the fundamental scale in Western music. In melodic terms, all traditional music theory is based on the major scale. So this is the reason that it's so important to have at least a basic understanding of what the major scale is and how it's built. A scale is a succession of notes that are arranged in a specific order of intervals. From the root note, also called the tonic or the central note, to its octave. So that's from, for example, an A to the next A. So if you were thinking about a keyboard, if you're starting on an F, it will be counting up using certain degrees to the next F. The major scale is a diatonic scale. That is to say it contains seven notes of the musical alphabet. These notes of the scale are called degrees or scale steps. The intervallic formula, the order of intervals, for the major scale goes as follows. So this is really interesting to know. Whole step, whole step, half step, whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. Or, what I find easier to remember is WWH, WWWH. Now, what this means in terms of you as a guitarist, a whole step is two frets apart, and a half step is one fret apart. So, let's say that you want to play the major scale on one string in the key of F. What you'll first do is play the F on the E string, so that's fret one on the E string. Doesn't matter which E string, just fret one. And then we need to go, the first step is a whole. So we need to go from one to fret three, because that's a whole step, two, um, two frets. So we go from F on fret one to fret three. Then we need to do another whole step, to three to fret five. So then we've got F, G, and A. Then we have a half step. So then we go from fret five just to fret six. Then we have a whole step from six to eight, whole step from eight to 10, whole step from 10 to 12, and then a half step from 12 to 13, and we land back on that F. So that is a really good exercise. So it's really important to get to know these intervals within the major scale, because it really is the basis of all the music that we're gonna play. So the way I suggest you practice this is find the notes somewhere on your guitar, preferably in the kind of um, first three fret region, 
because this will make it easier, on one string and just practice doing this uh, whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half, or WWH, WWWH, hard to say that fast. And practice playing the major scale along one string. This will help really ingrain it into your playing to kind of start to visualize where that major scale is across one string and how those intervals work and more importantly how they sound. So when you're familiar with playing the major scale across one string, the next step is to start transposing it across all six and looking at playing a two octave major scale. Now I'm going to teach you one pattern that will help you play the major scale in any key as long as you know where the notes are along your sixth string, your top E string. So the pattern I'm going to teach you, I'm going to show you on the G. So we're going to start on fret three. Always like to start on G. It's a very guitar friendly key, very easy to visualize. So we're going to start on G with our second finger. We're going to play the G. Then with our little finger, we're going to play the A. So that's fret three to fret five. Then we'll drop down a string. And with our first finger, we're going to play fret two with our second fret three, with our little one fret five. So that's top string three five, drop a string two three five. Drop a string again, we're gonna go two four five. So for the four, we're gonna use our third finger, two four five. And then we drop a string again and copy two four five. So, so far, we have sixth string three five, fifth string two three five, fourth string two, four, five, third string, two, four, five, second string, just three, five, and your first string, just two, three. Take us back to that F sharp to the G. So altogether, it should sound something like this. As with all these patterns that I like to teach you, as long as you know what your starting note is, what your uh, tonic or root note is on the sixth string, you can now play using the same pattern, the major scale, in any key across the whole guitar, which is a very, very important skill. So now we have two ways of playing the major scale. The first way is along one string, the second way is along all six strings. Now let's talk about key signatures. The formula for the major scale remains the same regardless of the key. Uh, or on which root note it is based. Taking into account that the C major scale contains all natural notes, which means no sharps or flats. This means if the major scale starts on a note other than C, some or all of the notes need to be modified, i.e. raised or lowered, in order to fit the formula. For example, we just played the major scale in the key of G, and we had in that an F sharp, which means we need to have a modified note, which is this sharped note. So we can actually tell which key a song is in based on how many sharp notes we have in the major scale. So let's think again about our G major scale. Let's look at each note individually. The G major scale has G, then we went to the A, then we dropped down to the fourth string, and we went to the B, to the C, to the D. So far, no sharps. Then we dropped down a string again, and we went to the E, and then we went to the F sharp, and then to the G. So how many sharps are in the G major scale? Well, only one. We only have this F sharp. So when we're looking at the page of music, if you look, uh, think of the traditional music, uh, the way that it's written on the five-line staff, we have the treble clef, 
right next to the treble clef will be some sharps. Now this is how we know what key a song is in. So if you find any piece of music, if you see a treble clef, if you then see no sharps, it means we're in the key of C, because as I mentioned, this key of C has no sharps or flats. If you see one sharp, it means we have to be in the key of G major, because G major is the only one that has just one sharp. So for now, the important things to know, C has no sharps or flats, G major has one sharp, and it is that F sharp. So why is it important to know what key a song is in? Because the idea is kind of fluffy, it's a bit difficult to grasp, and you can actually think of some songs in more than one key, and some songs that change key. But I think it's important to know because this is the basis on which the song is built, in that if we have a song that is in the key of G, we can, we can recognize that by looking at the music at the beginning and seeing that there's one sharp next to the treble clef on the F, which means we're in the key of G. Now, if we know that we're in the key of G, we also can determine which chords and scales are used within this song, because all chord sequences are built from the major scale. And one important thing for us as blues guitarists, rock guitarists, jazz guitarists, is when we hear these phrases like, it's a 1-3-5, we hear a lot in blues. People say, it's a 1-3-5, you know, you know how to do that. Or it's a 12-bar 1-3-5. Just all these numbers, and if you don't know what they are, it can sound really confusing. Or in jazz, it's often 2-5-1. I spent years not knowing what a 2-5-1 was until I suddenly had this moment where it really clicked, and I went, oh, that makes so much sense. So what this is, is this is because the chords of a song are based on the major scale. So, for example, the one, the one in the one, four, five is the one note, the first note in the major scale. So this key of G that we're, we're taking uh, for this lesson, the one note would be the G. So if it's a one, four, five, the first chord is G. The fourth note will be the fourth note in the major scale. So let's count up. So we have G is one, A is two, B is 3, C is 4. So the C is the 4, and then of course the D is 5. Now we can recognize, now that I've said um, G, C, and D, that that is of course our regular 12 bar in the key of G. We use those three chords. But again, if you were playing a 2, 5, 1 in the key of G, we would be looking at an A minor chord followed by a D major chord followed by a G major. Now, one thing you might have noticed is that I just said an A minor chord. Now, why did I change that to minor? Now, there's a little bit complicated here, but there's one rule that I think is important for you to know. The rule is the one, the four, and the five in a major scale are the major chords. All the other chords are minor, with the exception of the seventh. But the seventh we're not going to talk about for now. So if you were to go through that G major scale in terms of chords, the one, the three, and the five are major, and the others are all minor with the exception of the seven, which we're not gonna talk about. So if we were to look through that, we would go the one, G, is a major, the A, two, is a minor, the three, B, is a minor, the four, C, is a major, the five, D, is a major, the six, E, is a minor. So that's the first six notes of the G major scale and their chord patterns. Now you'll start to recognize, I'm sure, that almost 100% of pop songs and rock songs that you hear these days uh, use these 
chord combinations. They use some combination of those six chords. So this is why this stuff is really, really interesting to work on. So in terms of what I think you should work on post this lesson, go through the G major scale, the pattern. Go through the pattern on the G major scale, then try it starting on A, then try it starting on F. And just move it around the fretboard based on your own knowledge of the top string notes. The second thing to practice is the one string major scale. Practice just using those intervals, whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half, WWH, WWWH. And then finally, try dissecting a song that you can already play and having a look and try and work out retrospectively what key is this song in. Take a song like Let It Be by the Beatles, look at the chord sequence and go, okay, I can see there's a major chord here, there's a minor chord here, yeah, I can see there's a major A, then there's a major D, then there's a major E, you go, ah, okay, we must be in the key of A major. Try and see if you can work out these things. It's a really good practice and it will massively help when it comes to you writing any kind of music yourself or being able to improvise. So that's it from me today. I hope this lesson was useful. Please, please leave a review if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It will massively help me. Don't forget, of course, I have one-to-one -one lessons available. I also have T-shirts, courses, books, lesson content, free tab downloads, all at my website, www.benmartin-music.com. So head over there, and I'll see you in the next one. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.